Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, everyone. It's Caroline from G-Thanks Just Bought It, reminding you that in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at G-Thanks Just Bought It Pod. You can find products that don't make it onto the episodes and recommendations from listeners like you. So before you start this episode, give it a follow and say hi in the comments. And for a full list of every product we featured on G-Thanks, visit gthanksjustboughtit.com slash episodes. See you there. Hello, everyone. Oh, you got your sippy cup. Sally's got her sippy cup. Sorry, it's I talked right episode. over you. I don't think that that's something to be sorry about. I think it's like we're here. We're just like vamping a little. It's Do You Think Just Bought It? It's the podcast where we talk about what we just bought, what you might need to buy next. I am your host, Caroline Moss, and I am joined by my co-host, Sally Tamarkin. So I got. I wasn't Sally, sure what was Sally, supposed to happen. The, ho- <laughs> the holidays. <laughs> The, you you never skipped a beat before the holidays, and now I, I feel you were in a January slump. We are getting seconds in between me introducing you we and are. you saying your name. And I'm but like kinda, not totally sure about what I'm supposed to say, but I my promise to just you your name. is that my January slump, <laughs> just my name, okay, both both first and both middle names both first or, and left, yeah, right, okay, right, Sally one. Nicole Elizabeth Capital E to Morgan to Morgan, right. Uh, okay. Well, by February, my January slump will be over and I'm going to start nailing it. That is my pledge to you, Well, Caroline, they don't call it the February G-Thanks. slump. I'm they glad don't. to hear it. And they, they won't start. I'm glad start. to hear it. I actually like that you take a few beats because it's like, oh, like, well, they won't they? You know, like what's yeah. going to happen? Like what's, I know, what's I like going to, on? I like to leave a little mystery there. Yeah. And, and I think everyone appreciates that. Um, I'm coming to you live from a literal coat closet in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, Nora McNerney, a friend of the pod, sleeping in the uh, kind of on the other side of this closet um, with multiple white noise machines. So I'm not worried about her. And you just got back from your road trip. You, mm-hmm. you, uh, there was snow, which tell me about that because over here we don't see much. Um, I kind of like forgot like weather events, of course, are a huge part of factor, a huge factor in, in January travel. Yeah, they're a huge factor. And also, I feel like as climate disasters become more and more common, mm. I just kind of feel like they're messing things up more than usual. And also there's like less notice. Um, I haven't studied this scientifically, but anecdotally that feels true. Um, yeah. So I was in Albany and I was hanging out with a friend and her her kid and like there's supposed to be some snow, but like only a few inches. And I was like, okay, no big deal. And then like the next time I looked at the weather app, it was like 10 inches of snow, visibility, weather warnings, alerts. Oh um, and so I sort of panicked and was like mm-hmm. trying to figure out if I should, I was kind of worried that if I stayed another night and it kept snowing and then it, it gets cold overnight, I was like, maybe it's going to freeze and be slippery. Caroline, one thing you might not know about me is that 
I once totaled two cars in the same day. Have I ever? I know that story? about you. Oh, I, yeah, yes, okay. because do you remember like when it was oh, like a right, get to right, know right, Sally right. episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. did two truths and That's a lie, right. and and I thought that was I thought that was your lie, but it was one of your truths. It was one of my truths. Yes. Yeah, so I yeah, um, clearly you're traumatized. I'm so I'm totally traumatized. I'm like extremely neurotic about like I've learned all about black ice and like what creates icy conditions, which I recommend everyone look up because it's not just like it's cold. It's a little more complicated. And in fact, the day that that happened, I was visiting this friend that I was visiting in Albany. So I was like, oh God, it's too perfect. I have to get out of here. So I made like a, um, a game time decision to leave a day early. I rushed out the door. I scraped off my car and I drove and in like kind of harrowing, it's a little hard for me to tell when a situation would be considered harrowing to a reasonable person because I don't consider myself reasonable when it comes to inclement weather and driving. Yeah. Or anything harrowing. I was harrowed um, (laughs) for the first couple hours. It was like snowy. It was slippery. The visibility was a little bit of a shit show. But then I got a little further south and it was totally fine. Uh, And I listened to uh, I usually listen to podcasts or audiobooks, but I put on the new. I put on NPR because I was like, "Let me hear the local news. Maybe they'll say something about the highways." And I listened to a totally infuriating call-in show on, I think, the NPR local station, and it was just absolute torture driving in a storm when you're really anxious listening to a call-in show with a bunch of ding dongs. I was like, "This is, this is torture. This is." What was the nature of the call-in show? Like, what did people call in about? <sighs> I don't you wanna, don't have to give any you don't have to put anyone on blast. I don't want to br- I don't want to bring the it, mood down, but like okay. just a lot of people having like really annoying opinions about gun control. Uh okay, great. And then well, and then, then, yeah, there and you like go. talking heads, like my my least favorite kind of entertainment, which is like two people with different points of view arguing into a mic. I just it's not for me. Um, but I was trying, I was like, I don't want to miss the local news. And I didn't want to figure out, I, like I could have, I should have switched to AM is really what I should have done. But uh, mm-hmm. I felt I was sort of, I was too focused on my harrowing situation to change my condition. So I just stuck with NPR, got really annoyed. And honestly, the being annoyed distracted me from how anxious I was. So maybe it was all for the best. It's good to channel that in other ways. The only time I ever want to hear two people argue about the opinions is, of course, if neither opinion is right. And if they're true opinions, mm, um, mm-hmm. you don't get to have an opinion on like, oh, is gun control like that big of a deal in America? Because like factually, um, the answer is yes. But I do want to hear you argue about pizza. Mm. I want to hear, I would mm-hmm. love to hear two really, really well-versed, like sort of mock trial teens talk about, mm. you know, is a hot dog a sandwich? Age old, classic. Um, Pie versus argument. cake. Yeah, pie versus cake. Would you rather be hot or cold? I love. I would love that. But of course, the only time people are arguing with each other for sport, which is to say you can turn on the radio and hear it, is if it's like, my opinion is that like these people, uh, and I don't want to hear any of that. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. You've nailed the exact thing that's like yeah. so maddening about it. One side is like, these are the facts, and the other side is like, I disagree that those are facts and it's just, uh, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, when I, when I go to my parents' house and they have like MSNBC on in the background, oh, God. Um, you know, even, even like the, 
well, let me let me not go d- down that road. But the entire no. thing is just people shouting and arguing, and it's absolutely. Just First of all, it's a twenty four seven news cycle. They get paid to talk all day long, every day, and I would argue that MSNBC is um, not not as bad as Fox. Fox is horrible, but it seems in recent years we have been getting close to like. Uh, a breaking point of like, who is this helping? Mm-hmm. Um, what is this doing to the people who have it on all day? In uh, the same way that I think about Fox, which is like, they're both, they both exist to brainwash the people who they're serving um, in ways that are like, just like not helpful. Anyway. I yeah, just could so not Fox. agree more. Sally, is the, does a podcast exist or should we create one where we just pick a topic and invite two people c- to come on and argue about it? It seems like but it the, has to but exist. But the topics are like, you know, not like Would you rather be hot or cold is, is like really, is really a fruitful one. I mean, I feel like it probably exists and yet I don't think that should stop us because I feel like- I don't like, think so either. I feel like we understand the form and can execute it in a way that no one else ever possibly could. We will chat about this offline because okay. I feel like people out there are going to get some ideas and and I don't want them to. Okay. Mm-mm, so mm-mm. anyone having an idea, stop. Okay. TM, TM, Ce- TM, TM. Cease and desist. Um, okay. I am going to give you a quick recommendation of a movie that I saw recently and that I want you to see. The movie is Megan, also known as M3gan, also known Ooh. as Mathrigan. Uh-huh. Um, I saw it three times <laughs> and it has Rocky Horror Picture Show potential. In my opinion, the first time I saw it was like vastly different than the third, but both were really important. And that sort of is like a sign that this is something that's going to become um, like cult classic-esque. But I ha- you haven't seen it, right? No, I haven't seen it. I'm totally intrigued. Ooh, Sally, I, it is so good. I watched the trailer and uh, I was immediately intrigued, but I, I'm a little bit too scared of horror movies, but I've heard that it's not scary scary per se, or there's like enough other stuff going on that it's not mostly scary. So I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm going to totally. see it. Let me guess. Did you hear this from Rachel? I did. Diana? Yeah. Rachel okay. texted me and was like, you should see it. It's great. It's not too scary. It's not scary. So I got them to see it. Um, I'm an early Mithrigan adopter. Okay. Um, but they went to the drive-thru, which is like a completely different experience than going to see a movie. I think like with the drive-thru, you're much more in control of your experience. Um, oh yeah, that's you, so true. You choose the volume, you know, like you, uh, can talk if something's making you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that something to consider? But what they said after they left the movie and I hyped it and then they were like, that was the best, like, that was the best movie. I can't stop thinking about it. It was so fun. By the, the way, way they, can I just interject yeah. to say like, please, they are a tough sell on like, they're really tough. sell. you know, cause I don't like me and maybe you, like I will watch anything on a screen just about, and I'll be like, yep. yeah, it was fine. It was great. Even if something was bad, I'm like, well, I still got to sit there and watch a screen. Yep. So what do I care that, that I, I do not think Rachel and Kiana have that, uh, personality, that character flaw. <laughs> No, absolutely. I'm the same way. My bar is so low. My bar is so low. And they are like, they just are like a high bar to clear. But mm-hmm. they loved it. And they're, they're, what the way they talked about it was, they were like, this is a comedy movie first and then a horror movie. Mm, interesting. There aren't a ton of twists. Um, you kind of see where it's going immediately. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, 
you get to sort of pay attention to all the other fun parts of the movie because you're not sitting there like wondering if something's going to jump out and scare the shit out of you. Um, there are a few jump scares, but not enough to mm. really necessitate saying to somebody like, hey, if you don't like scary, you know, you might want to consider skipping this. Um, well, I mean, even the even the trailer makes it clear that it that there's potentially something campy going on. I think. Oh, I mean, I've, oh, right. Beyond. It's like a little hard to watch the trailer and not think there's going to be some camp. So, yeah. I mean, I'm uh, I'm in. I don't know if like we'll see it in the theater or if we'll wait until we can like watch it at home. But watch it's it at home. It's a perfect home movie too. I I will watch it for the fourth in time mm-hmm. um, at home as my and the fifth. Um, what I liked about my experience seeing it was that the first time I saw it was very close to when it came out. There weren't really any movie. Uh, people in the movie theater. Um, but there wasn't a lot of laughter. Like people were definitely just like kind of taking it in. And then by the third time, a week and a half later, um, it felt like the movie was full of people who were on their second and third viewings. That's so great. I love that. And it's, yeah, moments, it seems like it's really has a, its own fandom at this point. Oh, absolutely. And there are definitely just like moments in the movie that are so ripe for the Rocky horror, um, treatment. You know, like, oh, I could see myself like throwing something or like saying this line out loud. And like, like people were kind of already starting to do that. So, I mean, I think we just have a really um, great, illustrious road of M3 and ahead of us. Um, so I really hope that you get to see that when it, when it starts streaming. Yeah, I will definitely – we'll watch it and I will report back. You have a new movie obsession yourself because I've seen your tweets. Mm-hmm. Tell me about Tar. So I watched Tar last night, which um, I am a big Kate Blanchett head. Um, and I didn't really know anything about the movie except that it had Kate Blanchett. And um, and then I saw it was two hours and 38 minutes. And I was like, okay, hold on a second. So but then I was like, well, it's two hours and 38 minutes of Kate Blanchett. Like how, how bad can that be? Um, or how boring can that be? And I have to say, like – you know, sometimes when you watch things that like the internet, specifically like Twitter, is really, really, really into and has memed and stuff like that, I I I feel reflexively disgusted. <laughs> and I'm just like, sure. Is, is this gonna be sort of annoying and vapid? And then I'm gonna be an annoying, vapid person um, if I also like it. Uh, but I have to say. I feel like Tar like earned its um it's like fandom um and people really? being obsessed with it. Yeah, it's like um I don't really want to I think it's definitely one of these movies that is it's good to go into not really knowing much about it and okay. I I want to watch it again immediately because um and it's actually perfect because Andrea is out of town, but I think she'll want to see it so I can watch it again and she can see it for the first time. Um, oh, how fun. Yeah, there, there's a lot more going on in it than kind of meets the eye. And I, I have to admit to like <laughs> having read some things online to determine this. Like there were things that I, I didn't really pick up on. Um, but like – there, there's just a lot going on there. There's a lot of layers. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of subtext and you sort of are watching it. And you're like, Ooh, there's a lot going on here. Um, and you, 
it can, it's a little bit hard to like pick apart, but you get enough that you're like, Ooh, like there's like a lot, I'm going to need to watch this a few more times in order to really absorb it. So anyway, I, um, I'm a tar head. Like I, I think it was, I think it was How much of it do you think has to do with your, um, Kate Blanchett headness? 99% of it. No, I, I, no, no, no. I think like, it's so hard to separate because part of me is like, how could you, how could you, I think she's in every single scene or it, at least it feels like she's in every single scene. And I'm just sort of like, how could you watch Kate Blanchett for two and a half hours and not think it's a really good movie? So I am totally Kate Blanchett pilled, but I do think (laughs) it's, it's really good. There's like, I don't know, man. It definitely is a specific kind of movie. It has a very like specific tone. And like I said, there's all this like, um, all this like subtext and all these layers and all these things happening. And you're sort of like dimly aware of it, but you're not really sure how to piece it together. I think I almost feel like it's, it kind of has thriller vibes to me. And I, I've, I've read the Wikipedia page, but I haven't read that much criticism of it because I kind of want to see it again before I do. But I think that you could maybe, call it a thriller of sorts. Um, really? Okay. I, that is, that's the most shocking thing anyone's um, ever said ever. In the entire um, world. I, I feel like the, maybe wait, that's- why? Give me some, without, if, if you think it's going to ruin too much, like I won't ask, but no. what well, constitutes I, this definition? The, it's, 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 it's extraordinarily tense for a lot of the movie and, um, and I'm trying to figure out what I can say without kind of spoiling it. But like, I guess I would say like, if you think that this movie is, if you've like seen a trailer and you're like, okay, I get what this is. Like, for example, like Andrea was like, oh yeah, that's like a movie about like an abusive genius. And I was like, okay, so it's going to be like Whiplash or something. Like I've seen okay. this movie before, but it it's not really just that. There's like, oh, there's other stuff going on. Um, and I don't, I, I think that like, if I say any more than that, I think I've potentially yeah, already just, said too you, much. You gotta watch it. You gotta yeah, watch you, it. You, you gotta watch. And I don't, I don't, I don't mean thriller like, um, you're going to be on the edge of this your seat, like biting your nails down to the nub and stuff like that. But it's like I would say, like it's not just a drama. I think it's okay. like I think it's worth seeing. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm into it, but like I'm with you. Like one of the reasons I liked Megan the most was because it's an hour and forty minutes long, which, oh, by the way, is ten line. minutes too long in my book. But oh my I will God. take it. Not if you can't make a movie in ninety minutes or left less, like then you're not that good at your trade. That's Don't my talk opinion. to me. No, I know that's actually an opinion I would love to argue on a podcast. I like, can't argue against you because it's the correct opinion, and and I you're know. right. Just be, just no period. One would, no one would want to fight me on that because everyone knows. And even if you're like one of those people who's like, no, the art of the film, you know that really ninety eight percent of movies could be 90 minutes or less. Uh, like without a doubt. And my mm-hmm. my feeling is like if you're going to make a movie that's longer than 90 minutes, there better be a really good goddamn reason for it. And Exactly. I, and I rarely you no, know, I I, yeah. I tweeted that I was watching Tar and I was like, "Oh my god, this thing is two and a half, two hours and 38 minutes." And a couple people replied and were like, "It, it flew by." And that's a really different thing to say than, mm. okay, but it's totally worth it. It's really good. And what was interesting is that like yes. I had that experience. Like I felt like it flew. And for me, 
that's, that's the like only a well time a movie timed. should be. Yeah, that's yeah. the only well, time that's... a movie should be more than ninety minutes. Absolutely, it no- nothing should ever feel too self congratulatory in that way. And sometimes I think people really like lean on length as a sign of depth, mm-hmm. but it's just not true. No, those are two different. Those are two different measurements. Okay, as we remember um, from geometry, two totally as, different measurements. As a geo head, mm-hmm. um, okay, good. So everyone needs to go watch Megan. Everyone needs to go watch Tar. Megan was snubbed from the Oscars, which I'll talk about at a later time, but it was upsetting to me. So let's get into the real recommendations of today's show. Great. And it starts with a question and it ends with an answer. (laughs) Sally, (laughs) what is your most hated chore? And have you found a product to help you hate that chore less? Yeah, I think that first of all, thank you for asking. Obviously, You're welcome. this is something I'm waiting all of my life for people to ask me. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that my most hated chore is probably mopping. Totally. Um, yeah. I just I I when we lived in our old apartment in Brooklyn, I went on this like really intense journey to figure out how to mop our very, very, very small uh kitchen floor. We lived in a one-bedroom mm-hmm. apartment, it was really small. The floor, I mean, we we I'm trying to. I'm so bad at describing. I. I, I mean, I just reference no, geometry, you can, so you probably you can think tell me that about I'm good the floor. At, like, I think you can. So really small and made of a material that I noticed every time I cleaned it, it felt like it got dirtier somehow. And I started doing yes. some research, and it turned out that like the material our floor was made of meant that you really could only uh, wash it with st- like hot water with like a steam mop, and. That is not the case in our current house, but I tell that story just to say that um, that was when I became a mop head and was like, okay, it's not just about slathering any old solvent on the floor and then wiping it up. You have to really figure out like what can you use for what your floor is made of, what is the right, and like for, you know, your your lifestyle and the implement you want to use. And maybe this is a thing that like everyone already knew, but I only learned it in the last like 10 years. I am um, so excited to hear more because I got to tell you, I do not like to mop. And um, I sort of take the route of like the Swiffer mm-hmm. wet jet. Sure. Which isn't like a real mop, but it does get the job done. And I am of the belief that like uh, good is good enough mm-hmm. um, when it comes to things I don't want to do. Um, but you found something made by, well, I mean, he's our uncle, but mm-hmm. do you want to tell? Do you want to tell them who Friend, makes the best mop? Friend of the show and <laughs> uncle of the show, Frank Bissell, um, makes the Bissell Spin Wave. Um, which should I just like describe it? I want to know everything now. This Bissell makes so many good things, right? We talked about Little Green. Um, mm. There's a they make like a kind of a wet dry mop as well. Mm. Um, that the infomercials always get me because they're li- it literally is you whatever the wet dry one is they like pour like a whole thing of mac and cheese on the floor and then this thing <laughs> just sweeps it up and I'm like it's incredible I don't even want to know where the mac and cheese goes but it's off the floor so <laughs> I'm looking right now the Bissell hard floor mop mop cleaner silver spin wave plus it has 
over 4,000 four and a half star ratings, promising. Mm -hmm. It looks very svelte Mm -hmm. and it looks like it has a double head, um, rotating pads or whatever. Um, but tell me, tell me more about what uncle Frank made for you. Okay. So here's what uncle Frank made me. And I just sent you a link that I think is a little bit better than the one I sent you, uh, initially. It It has like a few more options, but basically, Oh, Oh, it's a souped up Bissell. Okay. Yeah. So uncle Frank, um, made this mop that has these rotating, uh, you plug it in and it has these rotating pads. Um, and it's, you, you put the solution you buy the like proprietary Uncle Frank Bissell solution, you mix it with water and you pull a little trigger to spray the solution on the floor and then the rotating pads like mop you right up. And um, you don't really have to put any muscle into it because the um, the like the spin wave <laughs> is it has a pretty intense like uh, spinning motion to it. And you just like lightly push it around. It really makes the floor clean and it takes away, like I used to have like a mop with a water bucket and Mm. that was, uh, gross and also very difficult for me. Um, just to like maneuver. Uh, this is just like you, you spray it, you, you, you know, uh, push it around the floor. It does an amazing job. And then you can wash the pads. And so like in the washing machine, in the washing machine, yeah. Washing machine and dryer. And so it feels sort of, um, I, I like the fact that I'm not buying a bunch of like single use stuff. And, um, it's like the one part of my life where I'm not generating an unbelievable amount of waste, which is nice. And, you know, Mm. we have, um, we have two cats, as you know, and like, you know, they run around and they like drop their food on the floor, like mm. the little filthy little beasts they are. And yeah, we they're always stuff. throwing parties and they're they always order throwing- kegs and then the floor gets so slippery. So much beer on the floor. And this just like kind of picks everything up and it like helps, you know, it's like safe for wood floors, I think, which it's ironic that I care about that because the cats have destroyed the wood floors, but of there's course. like one patch that they haven't managed to destroy. So yeah, yeah you it's have just to like-, like at least pretend like you give a shit about it like your living area, even though the cats are like, I'm incapable of pretending that. A hundred percent. So yeah, <laughs> it just makes mopping. Um, I just like, I just don't dread it as much. And the thing is when I dreaded mopping, I, um, the floor was getting like pretty gross. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big, um, Bissell spin wave head. And you know, it's like you, you can get one for like a hundred bucks on Amazon and then you can sort of like upgrade to the one that's like the expert one for people who have pets and that's 125 and I don't actually know Excellent. what the difference is between them but you know you know Frank Bissell he makes he he gives you options Frank is always telling people you know you do you and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'll do me Frank Bissell and it's like he always does and he's so right to tell people and this, that and he's so right to tell people that cuz he always always delivers he always and delivers. I said that, and I think you remember at, at Uncle Frank's wedding, that was part of my speech, because I was the best man, mm-hmm. and I do you that. were the DJ, mm-hmm. and everyone remembers that. Um, that was where that was where you found, we got Diplo to DJ Frank Bissell's wedding, and you stood in. Um, I mean, that's what, that's how I learned how to, how to DJ. Yeah, yeah, you were the Sue, you were the the, Sue DJ that night. You yeah. were like, you know, you were sort of just helping, and Uncle Frank really said, you know, you're right. I do always deliver. And mm-hmm. I said, I know that's why I put it in the speech. This was 90, is $99. Mm-hmm. Um, now, 
the pads. Mm-hmm. Okay, no. No, Sally. I actually have an actual question. Okay. Nothing grosses me out. And this is why when I saw the infomercial about whatever Bissell it is that like picks mac and cheese, all, as everyone does many times a day, drops all of their mac and cheese on the floor. Sure. This, it picked up the mac and cheese with ease. Um, and it rhymes. And But I couldn't help but wonder, where does the mac and cheese go? And the thing that grosses me out about these mopping um, uh, tools, and mm-hmm. it, it grosses me out about Little Green too, but I deal with it because it works. Mm-hmm. And that might just be your answer, is like, how gross is it to change the water? Well, here's the great thing about, about Bissell Spin Wave is that the the thing that gets gross is the pads because you're not actually like pulling anything off the floor. The pads are just like using the solution to clean the floor. So after you oh good yeah so after you mop you know the pads are um are wet and and yucky and you just you pull them off they stick on with Velcro and you throw them in the yeah. washing machine. So there is no like sucking something up. Nope, and there's there's nothing to empty. <sighs> Okay, well, that I can fuck with. Yeah, yeah, no, it's huge because you don't have to deal mac with mac and the, cheese I, water. It really gives me the shivers. No, I mean, listen, the uh, the like the Bissell, the little green emptying out the the little green thing is like I I like cross myself and say hey, the rosary or whatever you uh-huh. do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Shout out to God uh, before I <laughs> empty that thing because that thing it's gross. It's really gross. Yeah. It's just, you really, it's like, I have started, and because this is uh, a perk of LA, I think we talked about this. I've started emptying my little green outside. Oh yeah. Because I don't even want to, then you have to clean the sink. Like then you have to like, so I just like dump it over the porch. Like as long as there's nothing really beyond like pet hair or whatever. Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, It's just dirty water and I just dump it over my deck. And then I use the hose outside to like wash the thing. Oh, that's so smart. Um, I, I'm moving I to LA just so I can do all of that. That's why we moved number one on the list. That's the whole reason. When you that look was the at whole like reason. livable cities. Here. Exactly. That's They're like you can LA wash your so Bissell high. in LA yeah, outside exactly. 24-7 too. Real, ra- rarely a day can you not clean the little green um, outside. Um, so something to consider. Good Bissell um, weather. Good with Bissell weather. The Bissell report is um, sort of comes before before traffic, after weather, and they let you know how, how nice it is. And if you can get your little green clean by, uh, <laughs> and, and dried out by lunchtime. Um, do you feel that 99 is a fair price? I'm going to ask you a question. This will now become part of the show randomly. Ooh. And I just thought of it. Okay. You paid $99 for this. It's possible. Although I ordered, I think I might've paid like 120 to be honest. Okay. Okay. Let's say you paid 120. Um, if you had to rebuy it, would you pay one forty? Uh, one forty. Well, let me let me ask you a question. Um, okay. Is it like this same thing, but more expensive, or has it been like updated? It's exactly no. It's exactly the same. I'm just I'm just saying like, you've used it now. You like it. You like it enough. I'm, we're trying to find your limit. Oh, I did pay one twenty. Of- okay. Um, <laughs> One, sorry, I was looking at my Amazon history. So knowing what you know, so go say back. Oh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it again. It's it's 140 now. Would you um, pay 140? Yeah, I think I would. Would you but, pay 160? N- well, I think if mm-hmm. I was gonna pay 160, I would just go on Amazon and find one at that price point that did more things. <laughs> is but is that okay. cheating in this for, thought well, experiment? Well, for 160, you have to tell me what you would need added. 
For 160, I might do, and this might actually not be possible at this price point, but I would want like a one of the disgusting, uh, for the reasons that we just talked about, like wet vac, wet dry vac things. Well, Although I guess that yeah. doesn't mop. So maybe that actually isn't the same thing. It's not the same thing. This would it's, have to be the same. It would just have to be a mop. Um, if the really upper do, echelon honestly. of your limit is like $150, that's okay. I think it is. I think it – Okay. I think that like over $150, I'm like just – You want it to talk to you and you want it to be able to mop without pushing it. Exactly. Yeah, It's yeah, like yeah. you should I'm be just, a robot. Yeah, or I'm just not washing my floor anymore. That's the other possibility. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's too expensive to wash one's floor, so we're done here. <laughs> okay. I like that a lot. Okay, perfect. Um, where do you store it? We store it. We are blessed with like very big. Oh yeah, you live in like closets. a house with like closets and a basement. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So we keep it in the um. And Andrea is like super duper organized. So she has like a a whole oh, little I like that. I know area of the closet for the cleaning stuff, and then the cleaning solutions, and then the like various accessories they all need. And I, I haven't. I I think I'm still using the first set of pads. Or maybe I'm on the second set, but like, and I got it like, I got this thing like three years ago. So you really don't, you know, it's not like one of those things that you buy and then you have to spend a whole bunch of time like, and money like buying the the accessories over and over and over. I haven't bought a new bottle of solution and I haven't, and I'm on the second set of pads for them. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's nice. It lasts a long time. Nice. Okay. Okay. Well then sold. Sold so, yeah. for me. Yeah, I, I hope that you and any other G Thanks heads will report back if they if they become spin wave heads. I mean, I would like to think that if Frank if Uncle Frank like ups the price, he would still give you the friends and family discount. He definitely would. Um yeah. actually he's maybe really that, nice about that. He's really nice. I think maybe that's the answer to what I would do for 160 bucks. I would just call find him like, directly. I would call him directly and be like, here, I have my, I want to Venmo you. Send me. I think I think that I would just get the next like the next nicer Bissell thing, probably. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's that's the right move. Um, excellent. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What about you? What's your, um, what's your most hated chore? Breaking down cardboard, cardboard, breaking down cardboard, um, breaking down cardboard and, um, bringing it out to the recycling bin. Yeah. That's a real buzzkill. My literal hell. Yeah. Um, it's one of those tasks that, okay, especially in my line of work Mm -hmm. and especially in October, November, Mm. sometimes even September, you know, all those PR boxes come for the totally. holidays. Mm-hmm. And it and it is like it's one of those like things where it's like if you don't stay on top of it, all of a sudden you have 20 boxes outside. Mm-hmm. And I'm I like to be like meticulous about my recycling. Um, but it doesn't mean I like to be on top of it. And I have a box cutter, but it sort of scares me. And then someone, <laughs> my friend Corrine, introduced me to 
this tool and it right now it's 40 bucks. It's usually about 55, but right now it's $40. Whoa. Which, oh, guess who makes it? Snap Fresh. And we remember what Snap Fresh makes, which is my leaf blower. Well, well, um, well. I guess you're just well, becoming well, well. A, a, a Snap Fresh um, I know. influencer. And, and not that they are in the exact same space, but Uncle Frank d- does Venn diagram with Snap, Snap Fresh a little That's bit. That's true. And so I think he would be upset to learn. Soon. Yeah, I know. Ugh, Uncle Frank's always buying companies and he'll probably buy Snap Fresh. I'll ask him. I'll be like, Uncle Frank, buy Snap Fresh. And he'll be like, no problem. You gave a speech at my wedding. It'd be a good birthday um, present for you from him. It he would loves be. getting you really um, elaborate <laughs> birthday presents. Like buying company. He was going to buy Twitter, but he did. He offered one $1 million lower than Elon. So think, yeah. wouldn't it be so funny if Bissell bought Twitter? I just feel like it could have been a different world. It would be like the best place on earth. It would be, <laughs> Disney World would have to give up that. What's their Bissell thing? The world. happiest place on earth. The happiest have to place give on earth. The most magical. Line. Yeah. A, a thing that would kill it. What if we learned that Frank Bissell had... Or, <laughs> What if we learned that Bissell had like horrible company? I don't even want to know. I don't. I, I just, don't want to know. The joke would be like so not funny. Um. Yeah. So this is this is called the cordless electric scissors, and it is as good as I was promised. Um, box cutters sometimes on that thick cardboard, like Amazon. Amazon's cardboard is pretty thin. Mm-hmm. Um. But sometimes you get a PR box that just has like really kind of luxe cardboard. And I understand why, but it becomes hell mm-hmm. to have to break it down because like you're like fighting with it. Like, you know, you're ripping the t- – and they're like – some people use way too much tape and then you can't get anything flat and it's like a whole thing. And like a box cutter, sometimes like wielding a box cutter makes me nervous. Like what if I give it too much effort and then like stab myself in the leg or whatever. Honestly, um, every time I've used our box cutter and not yourself. sliced something off of my body, I'm totally. shocked. Totally. It's so harrowing. And like, I'm sure you're all out there, some of you being like, whatever, I'm a box cutter head and I'm so good at using it. And it's like, okay, well, we are all on different journeys. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's rude of you to think that I would have an easy time with it. Um, so the Snap Fresh. Um, cordless electric scissors. Similarly to how much I love my leaf blower, also by Snapfresh, not sponsored by the pod, by the way. Yeah. And if they would like to, I would love that. But it makes it makes a job sort of fun. Um, leaf blower makes you feel sort of very in control, in charge of your own domain. For me, it's the deck, uh, like a dad. And this really kind of makes cutting down cardboard really easy. Like the very minimal effort, the most effort I have to put into using this is remembering to charge it. It's incredible. But so it, it, it it's cordless then. That's great. It's cordless. Yeah. I mean, you need the cord to charge it. So it's not battery operated. It's not like re- reusable battery operated. You charge it just like you do the, um, the, uh, what's it Sam? The, the, the blower. And then you kind of just like it's like a it's like an electric pizza cutter and the cardboard just like slices and slices <laughs> and like so you can take you can take a a really big box and you don't even have to stop at breaking it down and trying to like fold it into like a small enough piece to fit in the recycling you can like cut you can like cut a box into like five different flat pieces that sounds fun just to do like recreationally exactly it really is so you get a tool that makes the chore that you hate kind of fun mm. and then you're never in the position where you're standing outside with a box cutter wielding a fucking weapon around 
crying because you have to do this chore. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that's my personal experience, but I'm not not saying that. It's um, so fun. Oh, man, it's very fun. It's a rotary cutter. Um, you know, you, you can use it on fabric and cloth and carpet. So like it, it's a, it's, you know, in that realm of DIY tools that mm-hmm. you might be into. The price is right. I actually, speaking of that price game we played with the Bissell, I'm looking at it, you know, I bought mine for 40. Usually it's 54. Over 50 feels like a little much. For mm-hmm. some reason, it's like I can justify 49, but 54 is like a bridge too far. Mm-hmm. Um, but 39 felt right. So that's when I bought it. Uh, and it's been really, it just makes the job fun. Is it necessary? No. Could I use a box cutter? Sure. Could I use a scissors? Sure. Um, but uh, this seems to be a very preferred method of cutting down cardboard. So where the cardboard goes in my life is out on my deck. Mm-hmm. And then before trash day, like I will break everything down and bring it down to the recycling if I've let it pile up. Mm-hmm. But what I hear a lot from people who listen to the show is I did post this on Instagram is like whichever partner, like apparently what, what I hear from a lot of respondees is mm-hmm. that cutting, breaking down the cardboard is a job not unlike taking out the trash and cleaning the toilets. It is a designated job for one partner. Mm -hmm. Whoever hates it less is in charge of breaking down the cardboard. Mm -hmm. And someone said that their partner was losing their mind at them because the partner is in charge of the cardboard and the listener just opens the door from her house to the garage and throws boxes, <laughs> full boxes in the garage. And then Good the partner, yeah, exactly. And then her partner is met with like 20 just empty boxes that are just in box shape. Um, and so this was something I got a message after I posted about this, but this was something that she got her partner for Christmas as a, like, I know this is still your job and I'll never do it, but like this should make it kind of a more fun, you know, you Mm. feel, it feels very deliberate. It's like, you're there with like a fucking saw, Mm -hmm. but it's like a saw for people who should not have access to an actual saw like me. Totally. It seems like it would be really good for anyone who has also any sort of like hand-eye coordination or maybe like hand mobility things of a particular nature because absolutely, it looks like you just kind of like pull the trigger and then like move the tool and and also the blade, you can't cut yourself on it because the blade is like... You'd have to really be trying. You'd have to literally put it up to your body and then press like on. Yeah. And even then, I don't know if you could. (laughs) And and also the other cool thing that I'm looking at now is that it's self-sharpening because it like the way it's tucked in there that protects you from cutting yourself, it also sharpens itself. So that's that's dope. Yeah. There is a real um, accessibility thing happening here. Um, You don't have to fight with the boxes anymore. You know, mm-hmm. how many times have I been like ripping tape with my bare hands kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know what this cut. could also be really good for? Do you know when you get certain things, some things come in like plastic, like yep. really, really intensely thick plastic and it's impossible yep. to like pull apart yes. and even like calculators scissors. and scissors yeah. come in the plastic. Yep. And scissors yeah. won't even cut. Yeah. This would probably be really good for that. Yeah. They do advertise that it's good for that. Oh my God. Those things are the worst. They're the and worst. Who the, invented they're that? They're so sharp. Uh, Frank's nemesis. That's so true. It's probably so the real true. John Max, honestly. After his HBO stint, he probably went and did hard plastic. God, that's um, so the real John Max. Uh, so classic real John Max. He got – one of the reasons why I gave Frank's toast was because the real John, John Max got so drunk he couldn't even – 
was like slurring his words. And Frank was like, Caroline, you're in. Okay. We need a pitch hitter. Is that what a pitch hitter means? Uh, I think it's pinch. Did you say pinch? Nope. Pitch. I said pitch, but I could have <laughs> lied. And that's important to know that I didn't. <laughs> I, said, I said pitch hitter. Hold on. Let me see. What does that mean? Someone who like steps in and hits the ball for you, I think. It's a pinch hitter. You're right. You're right. Nice. A player who bats in place of a teammate, team typically at a critical point in the game. Okay. So I was right. I was a pinch hitter for mm-hmm. the real John Max, who was too drunk at Uncle Frank's wedding. Yeah. He, well, you know, he loves a wedding. So he tends to like uh, overserve himself. Yeah. If uh, no one loves an open bar that he's not paying for more than the real John Max. So true. I'll say that. Um, so I, who, who breaks down the cardboard in your relationship or is it something that doesn't bother either of you and you just kind of break it down as you go? Um, I'm the person who does it. Okay. Uh, I don't dread it, but I, nice. but I, I am like, ugh, time to do this thing. I don't know if I'm at the point of like investing in a thing that makes it easier or better just because like I'm, I don't know if I'm at that point with my feelings about it, but yep. I'm close. I mean, I certainly don't love breaking down cardboard. I know. It's not it, – It's you wouldn't ima- – you wouldn't expect this, but when you ask people like name three things you love, it's rarely on the, those lists. Mm-hmm. And so I think people should really be thinking about that. But if you – what I learned from this – thing is that it's from finding from finding this thing from Kareen telling me about this thing is if you have a task that you hate um because the actual output of energy doing the task is greater than the satisfaction of it being finished Mm. there's usually an easier way to get it done that is such a good um way of thinking about it it reminds me of that that saying like there's no such thing as bad weather only bad clothing mm, like you can yeah. you can face a snowstorm if you're dressed correctly so right true. but like it's kind of the same thing where it's like breaking down cardboard isn't an annoying task but it is hard to do with like the kitchen knife you're using or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely i mean do not use like a kitchen at the very least use something like a box cutter that's like sharp right. enough but not everyone has that true and everyone always like, you know, it's like who doesn't just grab for their keys or like the nearest sharpest thing to be like, I'm going to open this box. Totally. And then you just, you know, we have to, this is my platform. I decided. And now it's um, great. I love it because you know, it, it's a safety head concern and you're, so you're, you're course. really, you're speaking my truth. Of course. So we'll link to both the Bissell mop, Bissell spin. What's it called? The spin what mop? Spin, spinner? spin wave, spin wave, spin wave. Oh, fun. Um, and we'll link to, um, the cardboard cutter. Uh, Sally, do you have a recommendation of something you can't buy this week? Oh, shoot. I forgot about that. I have one. Can if you, you forgot first and, and let me see yeah. if something comes to me. Also, you, you do not have to give a disingenuous recommendation. If you don't have one, you don't have one. It's totally fine. If something comes to me and it's a really good one in the next 30 seconds, then I will I love have that. one. And if not, we're just going to skip. I love that. Okay. Mine is ambiance videos. Do you know about these? No. Okay. So YouTube has this thing. They've been around for a while, but I didn't know they existed beyond. Okay. Do you remember the classic Yule log Mm. videos? Oh, is it? It's it's like a video where you watch the log. The fireplace. Totally. Totally. Yeah. 
So they have them, they've really upgraded their, uh, the ambiance videos. So they have them for every, every season, every location, every type of music. So I'm going to send you spring morning ambiance with lakeshore water sounds and relaxing forest bird song. It's an, it's an eight hour video. Okay, great. You kind of put it on while you're working or while you're going to sleep or whatever. Hit that full screen button. Okay. Turn up that volume. Wait, hold on. I have to have an ad to deal with here. Okay, get rid of that. (laughs) Okay. Ooh, what? (gasps) Right. I I want to live there. Early morning on the bank of a mountain river. You know, and then there's so many. There's cozy, hot ambience, um, with mountain river water sounds. There's winter um, snowstorm, the <gasps> sound of a fire pit and nature on the dock on a calm lake. There's relaxing rain noise and forest stream. There's autumn cozy porch in a forest by the lake, and they're all like ten, eight to ten hour videos. They can play all day. Usually, they only have ads at the beginning and the end, so there's not interruption. Um, and they're like good concentration videos and they're endless. Um, there are so many of them. I love this. I am going to get involved with this. Like absolutely <laughs> no doubt about it. This idea came to me from someone in the G thinks Facebook group mm-hmm. because I was talking about how like I've had a really hard time focusing on books lately. Mm-hmm. This isn't really lately. It's been kind of the last year. It's something that the pandemic took from me. It's like, it's too, I get too restless. Um, mm-hmm. And I haven't, I like an audiobook, but I'm picky about it. I really haven't found the perfect chemistry of uh, <sighs> figuring out the right environment for me to read a book comfortably without, excuse me, getting wiggly or wanting to look at my phone. Mm-hmm. And someone suggested these ambiance videos. And I knew ambiance videos existed for Christmas. Like if you if you search like Christmas music um, like or like playlist Christmas music jazz or whatever, it's usually over like a fireplace scene mm-hmm. um, with like a Christmas tree and like snow falling or whatever. But there are ambiance videos for everything. And now mm-hmm. I've been building playlists of some of my favorite. Um, but it's a real – it's a real – uh, tribute to audio engineering because <laughs> they just get those so right. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna send and you another one of my favorite. The visuals too, like I'm looking at a cozy coffee shop with love that piano jazz, and it's oh, like that's a classic of the genre. Yeah, yeah, you can just like pretend you're in a coffee shop doing your reading or whatever. Yeah, I know, and that's what. Yeah, and that was that was sort of the suggestion. It's like, um, this helps sort of set the mood. Okay, what do we have here? Ooh, yeah. Snow falling day and cozy winter cabin. Yeah, this is this is delightful. Yeah, and then you get – I'm going to send you another one that's sort of different. You get a more music-heavy one that has like, you know, piano jazz in the background or whatever. But th- they are truly endless. Again, eight hours long so you can fall asleep to them and you'll wake up and they'll still be on. We're not talking about a paltry hour. Sure. This is a f- it's a full day of ambiance, but I love them and, um, I can't get enough. And, uh, you know, I think as someone, well, both of us are on the older end of like YouTube culture. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really go on YouTube anymore unless, yeah, me neither. but I think, but I think there's with, with Gen Z at the wheel, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot to, there's a lot of bangers out here. The children really are the future. 
Yeah, I know. They really are the, the future of ambiance videos. Mm -hmm. And of course, sometimes they'll be, you'll see in the um, thumbnails, they'll be like, no mid-roll ads. Like that's a plus because then it's not going to interrupt you. Nice. Um, but this is sort of ASMR-y to me. I don't really mm -hmm. particularly go for a regular ASMR, but this kind of thing fulfills that need for me. So I just wanted Absolutely. to give you that rec. Well, this is awesome. And I was going to try to think of something to recommend, but I, I could never do as good as this. So I'm not even going to try. This is awesome. You don't want to force it. I get mm -hmm. it. You can't. I would love it if you next week though, you, you came back and had a, um, had a favorite ambiance that you've called through them all and now you have a favorite and I'd love to hear about it. Oh, I can already tell this is going to be, become my entire personality. So I, I can <laughs> oh definitely God, move over that. tar. Yeah. Get, it was a, get out of here. Tar. I'm not rewatching tar. I'm watching ambiance videos. <laughs> Here's, I think all movies should be 90 minutes, but I think all ambiance videos should be 10 hours. And that's at the minimum, <laughs> at, at the least. minimum. And that's where I am. Um, what a great episode. I feel like we have some really good recs for making, um, bad chores less bad. Mm -hmm. And we got the ambiance videos and I'm going to go watch tar. And I hope that you're going to put an alert on your calendar for when Megan drops on the streaming channels. I will. Absolutely. I look forward to watching that and, and reporting back. I can't wait. Well, there's a link to everything we talked about in the show notes. And as always, you'll see us next week. And uh, until then, stay safe and stay frank. Bissell, that is. And, <laughs> and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. You just listened to another episode of Do Thanks Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the G Thanks Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod and the G Thanks Facebook group to get and give life changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424 245 0736 with a product recommendation, and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. G Thanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our G Thanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash G Thanks and friends.